The latest Starfield update is that there will be Starfield DLC as well as Starfield mods. An interview with Todd Howard breaks it down. I want to discuss this. This was a significant aspect of a debate we had recently about Starfield gameplay and everything that's entailed that might be lacking or dissatisfying people saying that they're the starfield modding community will basically have to save the game if you look at bethesda's history that is something that people commonly bring up i'm going to give you all the details right here at the beginning of the video i'm going to redirect people from the previous stream if redirect doesn't work i put a link in chat for you guys we are switching from this morning we talked about sonic frontiers if you missed that stream we broke down exactly what is open zone gameplay what is that sonic frontiers is a game that we have covered rather extensively and we did that this morning but now I want to give you the goods right here at the beginning like I always do this is a reforge update the latest starfield update centers around starfield dlc as well as starfield mods in an interview with todd howard one of the things that continues to come up in the criticisms about starfield is people believing that the modding community will have to save this game if you like these quick reforge updates hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my shows or uploads here check out my shows actually over on reforge gaming so gamerant.com broke this down and said one of the subjects discussed lately is how bethesda plans to support starfield post-launch unsurprisingly but still excitingly howard confirms that starfield plans to follow in skyrim's footsteps with post-launch content and support for modding this early on i actually think it's probably good news and encouraging to hear that there will be ongoing support for the game dlc etc so to start with howard's comments on official post-launch content in an interview with ign the bethesda boss was asked how he plans to keep starfield content fresh over a long period of time he acknowledged how the elder scrolls 5 skyrim is still being played by many fans 10 years running they take a break and then they return when there's quote extra content to play with that in mind howard confirmed that bethesda has plans to release similar extra content for starfield What about modding? Regarding modding, Howard ties in player-made content as another example of what brings players back long after a game's release. A thriving modding community is another way of keeping a game fresh. That's what Howard says Bethesda is going to ensure that Starfield is, quote, going to be a dream for the modding community. He characterizes this as Bethesda's providing so much for modders to do in-game, though he doesn't get specific. Now, Some people might see this and be very cynical and say he's already saying, hey, we're going to give you tons of things to do in Starfield. Starfield mods could essentially fix the game or fix problems with the game. I, for one, will be heavily critical of this game if it launches with significant performance problems, bugs, or glitches because not two weeks ago or maybe a week ago, Todd Howard was interviewed in June of 2022 saying they were putting the finishing touches on Starfield. That means if this game launches in the early months of 2023, six or nine months prior to the game's release, he's saying that the game's getting its finishing touches, which would really make me wonder how bad was the game in the middle of 2022. If finishing touches, it still launches with problems, bugs, and glitches. The recent criticism about the game not allowing you to fly seamlessly planet to planet or land on planets is one that I've pushed back on because it's a space RPG, not a space exploration or space sim game. I think landing and flying between planets would become cumbersome and unnecessary, especially since 
things. They didn't build a reason for it as those reasons exist in games like No Man's Sky. There's a reason for you to be flying out there and doing those things. It's an extension of survival. Now, will the modding community save this game? That's another growing narrative that I have found to be lacking and false. Many people are allowing Fallout 76 to shade their memory of everything that Bethesda has built. Skyrim came out 11 years ago. It was largely celebrated and praised, even though it did have some bugs that were later fixed. Same with Fallout 4. Both of these games at the time were celebrated, loved, praised, and enjoyed, and highly reviewed, and yet, people are going back and acting like these games were in such ill repair and so bad that the modding community had to quote-unquote save them. I definitely think the modding community has done amazing things with Bethesda games, but I don't think in this case his language about it is is betraying some sort of confidence that they're going to fix his game. He talks about this is a great reason to come back to the game later. So I think in his mind, both Starfield DLC and Starfield mods will serve the same purpose. It'll be a reason to come back in the later months, not something that's going to be required in the initial launch. As always, if you like these quick videos, hit subscribe and the bell button, or head over to Reforge Gaming where I stream live. As always, I'll see you in the next video. Alright, let's break this one down. This one came up a bunch yesterday that the modding community is going to be required to save the game that this game is basically DOA, that that's all Bethesda does is they launch buggy games and then the community has to save them I want to know what you guys think about his comments we've got uh, DLC and we've got mods now which do you think is more important primarily, let's ask the question Uh, Starfield DLC versus Starfield mods which matters uh, more to you, right? Which matters more to you? Starfield DLC or Starfield mods? Because I'll be honest with you. I actually don't engage with mods in games. I don't. I typically just want to play the vanilla version of the game. If it gets updated, enhanced, quality of life, whatever, from the actual dev, sure. I want to play the genuine article. Like, I don't want to play some other version of the game. That's just kind of how I am. That's just kind of how I'm wired, right? That's just, that's just the way that I think. I, I, so I would, I, would, I would pick DLC. But I know there are people who absolutely love the modding world and the modding community. So I want to know why. I want to know why you think that is. But I also want to know why. What do you think of his, of his comments? The fact that they're already confirming this game will have DLC. And they're already confirming that this game will be having uh, Starfield mods as well. Mods are the best parts of the Bethesda games five years down the line, says Butters. Jamer says DLC without a doubt. Greg says, I think Todd Howard said a lot of the same things about Fallout 76. That's what scares me. I think if Fallout 76 didn't exist, so much of the narrative around this game would be different. I really do. It's like Cyberpunk. I think Cyberpunk's going to have the same effect on the next Witcher game. It's going to be looming in everybody's minds. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be bad. It might be bad. It might be trash. It might be terrible. One bad game can do that to you. I only use official patches and updates as I don't want a mod breaking my hardware. Do you think games, says Tony, uh, and hardware are too sophisticated nowadays for devs? I ask this because a lot of the games these days take twice as long to make and they still get delayed and drop buggy and incomplete. 
I think there's a combination of things happening, Tony. I think scope of games has gotten much larger, and there's not an excellent playbook at some of these companies. They don't have like the best practices in the playbook and the standards and the and the, and the established way of managing a project of that size. I think the more that these companies have scoped out and have created bigger and bigger and bigger games, I think they're becoming unwieldy. Like they don't know how to manage the project. When the games were a lot more contained, traditionally speaking, that's a lot easier to manage the project. But what's happened, I think, this has been especially true in the last seven years, seven or eight years, is games have just mushroomed. Community expectations have mushroomed as well. I think it's, I don't know if it's that the technology and the hardware is too sophisticated for them. I think the size of the projects are getting to the point that they don't manage them well because they've never, they don't have experiencing managing projects of this size. Yo, good morning, Kyle. Cyberpunk should be looming in everyone's head for Starfield. Completely different developer, but I think Fallout 76 is what's looming more large in people's minds. They're like, Todd made all these promises, they made all these assurances, and the game was a dadgum disaster. I, I'm telling you, I think that that is a huge, huge testimony of what can happen when you launch one bad game, when you have one disappointing game. I think that's a very, very common thing. And that's what's happening right now. I think people are turning and saying, listen, you guys burned us on Fallout 76. Not only did you burn us on Fallout 76, but Fallout's a beloved franchise, and you guys absolutely, you know, crapped out a brick. For those that don't like modding or find it too much work, look into the mod packs. Personally, I like Wabajack's mod lists. Takes no effort, and you get fully a fully modded game. That's a very good point, and I definitely second that the community expectations can get out of control. Yeah, it just works, right? I have a question. If I don't want to buy the Elden, Elden Ring, can I get it on PS Plus? No, you cannot. Elden Ring's not available anywhere as a subscription. Suplona, what's good, Fuzzy? Techno says they are making a mod for Skyrim that is the entire Oblivion game and the entire Morrowind game. Bethesda gave permission to develop it as long as the users have a license for the mod game. Different team, though, says uh, Big Mad Mo. I love Fallout 76. You lose favored nation status if you blank up, if you screw up. You get treated like everyone else. Swade says, I don't care about mods one bit. I get enough of that at work. When I get time to play something I want to play, not endlessly fiddle around, it's worse than sitting down and having to wait on an update. Does Fallout 76 have mods yet? I'm actually not sure about that. I haven't followed that game too closely. Not just one game, Fallout 4 was also not very well received, not to mention they monetized Fallout 76 terribly years after it came out. My memory of Fallout 4 is so different, Chris. I streamed it, I enjoyed it, people largely said, people said, oh, it's a bit buggy, but it's funny. Like, that was my memory of someone streaming it. I typically if something launches and is bad I'll hear about it when I'm playing it and I don't remember hearing tons of negativity it was pretty minor but again that my memory isn't reality my memory is just my experience 
I used to think Bethesda can have at their best in their DLCs. In a way, Far Harbor saved Fallout 4, and since Starfield's RPG elements seem better than Fallout 4's, Starfield DLC will only be better. If you're just tuning in and you've never been here before, I've been covering Starfield pretty extensively. I've actually defended the game a little bit against some of the presumptive criticism. While I still maintain there are elements of the game and the showcase that are concerning, I I, I think there's good and bad. I think there's things that are worthy to be concerned about, but I do think some people are presumptively just jumping to conclusions about how good or bad the game will be. So right now we're discussing the latest Starfield update is that there will be Starfield DLC as well as Starfield mods. And I'm asking at the top of the chat, which do you, which is more important to you if you're going to get this game? I would pick DLC, but everybody's different. People are hating a game that is still not out yet. That's largely been my pushback is it's like, it's not even out yet. Can we at least let it come out? Mods made Skyrim multiplayer as well. That was pretty cool. I remember wanting to play Skyrim with my buddies and not being able to was a huge disappointment. I'm only an Xbox player. Do mods make it console ever? Fallout 4 got console support on... on, uh, Fallout 4 got mod support on console, did it not? I thought they brought that to console. I may be speaking out of turn, but I thought that was a thing. I understand that for a lot of people, they like games without modification, though with Starfield mods... It could be nearly limitless with ideas. Some games offer mods on console. Very few. Skyrim is the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Oh, so you can get mods for Skyrim on console. Did people notice that Soul was a star system in Starfield? I wonder if you can visit Earth. Could be interesting, and I'm sure you could see NASA in one clip on an old satellite in the gameplay. Yeah, I've not, I thought somebody did a, a post about that. There was an article maybe that I saw. Fallout 4 had console mods and they were hilarious. Yes, and Skyrim. Okay, so Fallout 4 and Skyrim, you can both get mods on console. There you go. The hate is much stronger than it should be. I wonder why. I don't know if it's if it's platform tribalism mode. Do you want to know what I think it is? This is this is what I think is going on. There is something about games that promise us um, big, grand experiences. And if you promise a big, grand experience in space, I think what you've done is, is you've created, this is not meant to be a pun, but you've created an infinite amount of expectations. Because it's space. The final frontier. Right? Like, there's the minute you step let me make let me make another example it's like when someone says they're going to be a looter shooter as soon as somebody says they're going to make a looter people come to that game with so many expectations you got to be real careful to set expectations we're going to cover at some point i've not done it yet we're kind of waiting for maybe uh, more information more gameplay or something else to come out about uh redfall I have significant concerns about Redfall from the things that I'm hearing, but at least they're setting expectations now. There is something unique about telling people that you're building a game, you're going to have this big grand experience in outer space. Look at what happened to No Man's Sky. Look at what happened to, yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda, a whole new galaxy to explore that only has like five planets. Right. 
And, and Andromeda had its own problems and its own glitches and its bugs, you know. Guys, thanks for 100 likes already. Super strong start. We've been covering Starfield pretty extensively. If you've never been here, I do a live talk show Monday through Friday. Multiple talk shows, actually. We already covered Sonic this morning, Sonic Frontiers. There was some new information that came out there. I am safe for work. It's basically a video game podcast. You can subscribe in confidence. Hit that sub button, the bell button, the like button. Say something in chat. We'd love to hear from you. Answer my poll question at the top of the chat. Starfield DLC versus Starfield Mods. Which matters more to you? Both were confirmed by Todd Howard in an interview. Starfield is getting so much scrutiny, says Swade. The expectations I'm seeing are so unrealistic. It's such a catch-22 for Bethesda. I hope they can overcome it. Thomas Seegers, it will 100% not have multiplayer. It's not needed. Fallout 76 ruined Bethesda in multiplayer for a while. Yeah, I don't know. I speculated that they could add a companion co-op thing later because they've learned from Fallout 76, but launch date, the vanilla version of Starfield, there is no multiplayer. Andromeda was a good game. No, no. No, it was not. It got better over time with some fixes, but that game was so rough and so bad. Imagine you like zombie horror game. You download a mod overhaul for a planet that adds destroyed civilizations, some NPCs with quests, and hundreds of thousands of zombies. Did you see that the game wouldn't be seamless transitions from space to the ground? We covered that extensively yesterday, Akuta Papa. I'm actually totally okay with that. Many people are not. Ignoring everything else about Andromeda, it felt smaller than I expected. Yo, Infinite jumping back in as a member... Actually, no, that's a brand new membership. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes, Infinite. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. If you guys have never done a membership on YouTube before, it's five bucks a month. We do members-only content on Thursday afternoons and Friday night. I will be doing a members AMA today when I get back from my appointment. And then Friday nights, I stream with my wife. Over the weekend, we played through The Quarry. It's a three-part series. We got three videos. If you become a member right now, you can go back and watch the VODs, the old broadcasts. And you can watch all the new stuff. We're doing a big community game night this month on June 24th with Fall Guys because it goes free to play on all platforms on the 21st. So become a member today. Give some members. We love seeing the memberships go up. We're in the 1600s. We might hit 2,000 members this month. We're only halfway through the month. It's very hard to implement co-op or multiplayer after the fact. You really need to build it into the engine source code from the get-go. Highly unlikely that it'll have multiplayer. You know, that's a fair point, honestly, Conrad. That's a fair point. Unless it's there right now. Unless it's built in right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't as bad as people made it out to be. Yeah, Wheezy thinks you're actually capping. Andromeda was so bad, bro. It was so bad. It was so bad, the Mass Effect series went on ice. Compare Andromeda to the previous Mass Effect games, and it's a disgrace. Mass Effect Andromeda... Metacritic. Alright? PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. 72 from the reviews and a 5. 71 from the reviews and a 5. 76 from the reviews and a 5. It got a 5 across all platforms from the community, and it got 7s from the official outlets that typically are very kind and give out like 8s and 9s. That's a bad freaking game. Especially, that's embarrassing for a Mass Effect game. It's friggin' embarrassing. Wouldn't having thousands of planets with all having life and NPCs on them just be unrealistic and wouldn't make sense? Like, I would like to see maybe 20 planets with stuff on them. 
I have speculated there'll be one planet per system that's worth going to. Like, it'll actually be a good, dope planet. I've speculated one per system. But I'm not basing that on anything other than it just makes sense that if you're going to have me traveling to a system, there'll be something there that's decent. I was super in and out because I was doing training. Uh, not worried about... Uh, I'm not worried and it's the engine showing age. I have bigger concerns about the, the boots on the ground and the shooting not feeling good. I care more about that in Starfield than anything. How tall am I? I'm tall enough. Andromeda was originally supposed to have a bazillion procedurally generated planets and then they cut all that and started over. Was that true? They were going to do that with Andromeda? My face is tired. Yeah, golly, golly, that game was... Ugh. No Man's Sky typically has one good planet per system, if not lush, then resource heavy, so it balances out. And I feel like that's what they're going to do with this game. He didn't say it explicitly, but he showed a system that had a Goldilocks planet, it had a barren planet, but the barren planet was rich with resources. He said in an interview, yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comes out today. We'll be playing it. We'll do a short showcase of that game today. He, he, he says it in an interview that they're going to want to make sure that you're empowered to know if a planet's worth going to. And that if it's not, if it's barren and crummy, they're still wanting to give you the freedom to go there if you want. So, like, he's saying two things. He's saying, yeah, there's going to be planets that are bland and nothing, right? That's it. But you're going to know that beforehand. Do you style your hair like that for the Sonic segment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, your mom likes it this way. So, I was, you know, I was, I was just trying to do something sweet for her. Exploitable planets don't seem like there's anything to find. I agree, Mass Effect Andromeda is a good game if you ignore all the bad parts. <laughs> Isn't every game a good game if you ignore all the bad parts? There was, uh, one dead face in the game, that chick... That's all, so stop it. And I'm surprised. I'm, I'm really surprised you're praising it the way you are. That game was so bad. Andromeda was so bad. My expectations is that there will be systems that are only useful for resources, but nothing plot or quest-wise. Some black hole or neuron star systems that just look cool. Yo, John with a $5 tip through Super Chat. I think lots of people are fed up with developers' unmet promises. I'm sure Starfield will be fine, though. Never played a Bethesda-soft game. Uh, I didn't like. Imagine 10 planets the size of Skyrim with lots of things to do. That would be great. Well, okay. Here's the thing, Watts. Here's the thing. I think it's completely legitimate to look at Starfield and say, am I going to travel to star system after star system after star system and be like, you've wasted my time. You've wasted my afternoon. There's nothing on these planets. Everything's ugly. That's a legitimate concern. That's a legitimate concern, right? Like, you, you, you need to have some sort of a purpose. If you've got a thousand planets and a hundred star systems, I think you need a hundred points of varying quality and purpose. Those points can be greater in certain spots. Like, let's say this star system, you would score it at two two of the planets they've got some stuff you can get and do they might help you with a particular thing maybe you have a particular mission and that 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 system's got everything you need even though it's pretty barren 
but then you go to another star system and you'd score it like an eight. You know, four of the planets are crushing it, and they're awesome, and they're worth building on, and if you've got a hundred star systems, and seventy-five of them are pointless and suck. I, I am with people on that. I'm in agreement that that would be sort of like, why? The quote from Todd I posted yesterday on the Discord implied pretty cool things to come. He makes it seem like you will know ahead of time if a planet is worth landing on. He also said you can land on any spot on the planet you want and you can explore the entire planet. Judge games based on what they're supposed to be, not based on what they are. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Who's deci- who decides what this game was supposed to be? Who decides that? Us or the developers? Just because you like a game doesn't mean it's good. You can like a game and admit it's bad. Can you imagine fetch quests across multiple planets? Radiant repeatable quests for 80% of the planet, says Techno. Has that been announced? Or are you just speculating? I want to land on a planet and see how long it takes for me to walk the circumference of the planet. The problem that the problem with that is then each of those 100 planets will degrade in quality as it's being spread out over 20 dense planets out of the 100 planets maybe two cities on them. I think we need to see what exactly Oh, you're talking about Andromeda and Cyberpunk. Right, 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 right. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're just tuning in, we have been discussing Starfield quite a bit this week. I am a safe-for-work broadcaster. I do live streams all throughout the week. We covered Sonic already this morning. Multiple shows a day. A lot of people subscribe to the channel, and they tune in in the mornings every day, and they throw me on in the background like a video game podcast. So be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my content. We've covered Starfield pretty extensively this week, and we appreciate all the new subscribers and all the new members. A bunch more subscribers already, so thank you. And we have a mo- we have a we have a, a poll at the top of the chat. The latest Starfield update is that there will be Starfield DLC and there will be Starfield mods. We are asking which matters more to you. Cyber junk, am I right? I'm more worried about the gunplay than the planets. I'm I am way more worried about the gunplay as well. The gun gameplay, right? Yeah. Bethesda excels at environmental storytelling. There's no doubt in my mind that there will be hidden dungeons and quests that you will stumble across between the barren planets. I'm loving Cyberpunk now after the fixes. Hopefully the DLC drops soon enough. I just I can't get into that game. I just think it's a bad game at its core. Fixing problems doesn't make the gameplay better. It's just, I just, I think Cyberpunk is so bland and so just, it's just so boring and it just doesn't feel built well. It just doesn't feel built well at all. It's time for Eve, everyone to play nice. Stop being so toxic and push a positive mindset. I'm not telling people to have a positive mindset. I'm saying... It's okay to have concerns. It's okay to have expectations. If your concerns and your expectations lead to conclusions that the game's already bad, that's where I get off the train. I'm like, no, no. You can be apprehensive because of Fallout 76. You can be apprehensive because features that you expected to be there aren't there. But to be like, the game's going to suck, 
well you're you're coming to a conclusion that's a, there's a giant difference between being concerned or maybe just less interested because you maybe I literally had a guy write a book he wrote a book in the comment section of my video yesterday saying that the criticisms were valid and he made a fatal error in his first paragraph he basically said that this game and what people were wanting out of it was a space sim game and I'm like you made a mistake you're wrong get off the podium you lost the game it's not a space sim game it's a space RPG it's more it's going to be more akin to Mass Effect than No Man's Sky it's not a space sim it's not space survival it's not space exploration it's a space RPG and so the minute you write this book of criticism and all these bullet points of expectations and things that you thought was going to be in the game because you're looking for a space sim game it's like you just lost the dis- you just any discussion any argument any debate any contest you think you're having you just lost cuz it's not a space sim game they never said it was going to be a space sim game it 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 would it would literally be like playing a sim game where you drive cars and you got to be super extra careful and then playing GTA and being like, it's really unrealistic. The game will be fine. You can't screw up with Fallout in space, but it's Fallout, a franchise I got what I needed from 10 years ago. And that's completely valid to look at it and say, eh, it's just space Fallout. I'm good. If you can, if you feel like you can see through the veil too much, I, I, that's fine. Don't get the game then. At least you're not getting it for the right reasons. You're like, it's space fallout. I don't want space fallout. Can people stop expecting Starfield's gunplay to be as good as games like Doom? It's unrealistic to expect the game to have good gunplay as one that only has it. No, I don't agree with that at all, Kyle. In When this game launches in 2023, me expecting good gunplay is not unreasonable. It is 100% reasonable if you are going to put a ton of guns in your game and lots of permutations and potential different versions of the guns through crafting that is a central tenant and value point of the game then it better be good I disagree the gunplay should feel good it shouldn't feel like a dated game when did Fallout 4 come out? when did it come out? 2015 so when this game launches in 2023 It's two years shy of a decade. Eight years later, and you can't make the gunplay feel any better? Hard disagree. The gunplay should feel great. It should feel great. Skillup said it perfectly in his Xbox showcase review. I'm not sure what he said. The gunplay looked off. Hopefully it's better than it looks. I agree. I'm not... It's not a sim, but I hope it has some elements of a sim. I don't think... Well, the building might feel a little bit like a sim. I'm hyped, but I'm not going to pre-order. Since Battlefield 2042, I'm done with pre-orders. I've never encouraged anybody to pre-order. With YouTube and live streaming, you have no reason to pre-order. Just You, you have every reason to wait. You have so much more power as a gamer now than you used to. To intelligently purchase games. Reasonable to have good gunplay, but there's no way it will feel as polished as a shooter. It'll never feel as good. But, but, but why not? It's their engine? Oh, I know it's their engine. 
The gunplay isn't going to be great out of the box, but mods similar to Project Nevada or Fallout Rebalancer will drop quick. Gunplay should feel better, but as good as Doom? Well, okay, I'm not going to sit here and say that the gunplay should be as good as Doom, but I'm saying the gunplay should feel good and not dated. I feel like that's a pretty mediocre request. (laughs) You know? I think that's a pretty mediocre request. Like Wheezy's saying, it's 2022. Good gunplay's a bare minimum. If you're going to have guns, it should feel good. Otherwise, don't have guns. Right. Guns cannot be a significant portion of your game. Let's look at Cyberpunk. A significant portion of Cyberpunk was driving. And driving was terrible. How in the world in 2020 are you making a game with bad driving? There's so many games that have gotten driving right. How do you mess it up? So, yes. There's a there's an entire portion of the game dedicated to guns and gun combat. The gunplay should feel dope. It should feel amazing. I'm asking for good. Just make the gunplay good. Doesn't need to be Doom. It doesn't need to be the you know, the best shooter, the best shooters in the world are Titanfall 1 and 2. Apex Legends and Destiny. Those are the best shooters in the world. Those are the best feeling shooters in existence. Do you know what happened when I played Borderlands 3 and Tiny Tina Wonderlands? I said, hey, the gunplay feels better. Feels better. Play Borderlands 1, then play Borderlands 2, then play Borderlands 3 and Tiny Tina Wonderlands. And you'll be like, there's a marked improvement in the gunplay as as the games progress. So there's nothing wrong with playing this game and saying... The gunplay should feel good. The gunplay felt kind of bad in Fallout. You put up with it, it's older engine, it's more of an RPG, but it is kind of a shooter. Eh. If it feels like Fallout 4, I'm fine. Not me. If you're not making improvements, then what the frick are you doing? If you take away Doom's gunplay, there's nothing left. What the frick did you just say to me? If you take Fallout's gunplay away, you're still left with a nearly complete gaming experience. That's what I meant. No. No. If Doom's gunplay was less polished, it would still be a super creative and dope game. You have have movement choices, intensity, you have fight mechanics to replenish health, fight mechanics to replenish armor, fight mechanics to replenish ammo. Doom is a masterpiece until the stupid marauders show up. Doom's a masterpiece. If Doom's gunplay was less polished, it would still be an amazing game. It would still be a fantastic game. Now, if you made the gunplay garbage, well, then sure, it would be bad. You could go to any game and say, well, let's make the central tenant of the game let's take its spinal column and make it trash well then yeah that would be a super bad game then what are you that that doesn't feel like you're saying anything if if you if you play fallout 4 and you feel like well it's still a good game in spite of the gunplay i could probably listen to you and say okay Sure, it came out eight years ago. Gunplay wasn't that great. It got the job done. It's an RPG. But when you launch a game in 2023, and you're going to be like, yeah, the gunplay hasn't really gotten any better. 
Like, the gunplay's not gotten any better. Well, but it's still fine. It's an RPG. Come on. Someone bounced off a skill check? No, I beat the Marauders. I thought they were terrible. I thought they were a record scratch. I thought they ruined the the actual the beauty of that game, that game's rhythm, that game's that everything about that game is beautiful. And then the Marauders come in like a wrecking ball. I beat them. I had no problem beating them. I put the game calmly down and stopped playing. I was like, this isn't fun anymore. They just they ruined the game for me. I didn't rage quit. I didn't I didn't fail and uninstall. I literally beat one of them. I beat an area that had a marauder and I said this isn't fun anymore and I never went back. Marauders were great enemies. The marauder was a great boss. It completely ruined rhythm. I I can win this argument. I don't want to. I'm not interested. I've had this argument before and it turns into I think it's fine because if you do A, B, and C, you can beat them. And that argument has nothing to do with my argument. So we'll never meet in the middle. We will never have a fruitful discussion about this. I'm going to move on. What I'm saying is that Fallout 4, Fallout 3, or New Vegas are good games regardless of the gunplay. On top of the mods that made the gunplay significantly better in all those games. Okay, Kyle. Kyle, I'm telling you right now. You can say that back then. I'm telling you, you can't say that now. No, games have come too far. Get out of here with that. You can't defend Cyberpunk's driving in the same way you can't defend bad gunplay nowadays. You can't do it. I don't accept it. We've come too far. Expecting good gunplay like it's some sort of anomaly is even weirder. Like, are you guys... Are your standards that low, says Wheezy. Games are getting better over time, and you just want mediocrity. Black Superman, that's exactly right. Oh my gosh. I don't... That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Fallout 4 is the best gunplay ever in a Bethesda game. Starfield's gunplay looks worse in Fallout 4. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I thought Fallout 4's gameplay, uh, gunplay was so mid. I thought it was so mid. It just didn't feel good at all. Where'd the DLC and the mods come from? How is this possible for a game in development? So Sichuan, there was an interview with Todd Howard. The latest Starfield update is that there will be Starfield DLC and there will be Starfield mods. He confirmed this in an interview. That's why we're talking about it. We're talking about what it means for a game to launch with like not the greatest gunplay, how much the modding community can and will do, how much you know DLC do we need, how important is it, just kind of throwing out lots of discussion points. Bethesda never focused on action. It's so weird to me to have a game like to, there's an entire section of the game dedicated to guns, gun modification, Le- and gun play and to be like that doesn't really need to be that great is just so weird to me stop letting devs give you bare minimum for your hard earned money expect better from them every industry has to continue to improve stop telling the video game industry to stagnate butter says I would say TBH it looks better than 4 however we've seen a whole one gun ADS no other gun in the trailers has done an ADS I've seen plenty of games butters do that in trailers and it looks fine. 
there are plenty of games that release trailers that don't ADS the weapon. ADS stands for aim down sight. So plenty of games do hip fire and they don't aim the weapon in their trailers and they look fine. This game in the trailer, when he aimed the weapon and when he hip fired the weapon, it all looked bad. It looked the it looked the best when he used the sidearm. Right? The sidearm is the best footage. Let me see if I can let me hang on. Hang on, let me see if I can find it. Is that it was right after they showed weapon modding. Right after they show weapon modding, he shoots like a sidearm. That's probably when the gunplay looks the best in the entire trailer. I can't find it, Dadgummit. It's so quick. They show the menu. And they show him modifying a weapon. Is it before all the NPCs? No. What's the timestamp? Dang it. Is it here? I can't remember where they showed it. That's the only part of the gunplay that I lo- I thought looked fine. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. So this is the only section of the gunplay that I think looks pretty good. And it's too quick to judge. So they show this sidearm, they modify the sidearm, and then he's out here shooting with it. You know? That looks terrible. He doesn't shoot that one. So I, it, it just, I'm telling you, the gunplay just looks really, really rough. The ADS was the crappiest part. They used the world's biggest gun. So for me, we don't know uh, how loose it is until we try it. It's not even about being loose. It's just, it just doesn't look good. What's with the stream title? What on earth did I miss? There was a Starfield update. Todd Howard did an interview and confirmed there will be Starfield DLC and there will be Starfield mods. We're discussing what we think about that. Like, they they already have plans to support the game ongoing with basically, like, expansions, and they're going to have the ability, they're going to allow mods. And we had people yesterday telling me that the modding community will save the game. That's why the, the, the poll at the top of the chat is asking, like, which, which, is, which is the most important thing to you? I'm just hoping we get melee weapons as well. I'm a sword guy. Give me a flame sword, a fire, any day. It's actually an improvement on Fallout 76. That's actually an improvement to Fallout 76 and Fallout 4. Juicehead or Mr. Maddie? I don't know why you're asking me that question. I've watched some of Maddie's stuff recently, very briefly. I typically don't have time to watch other YouTubers. It's also reactions from enemies to getting shot. They just stand there and tank it, in which makes the guns feel weak. Yeah, yeah. The lack of player feedback. No, exactly. The lack of player feedback. It's like, okay, are are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna let me see the game? Or, I'm sorry. Are you gonna let me see the effects of my gun? You know, can I see the effects of the gun, please? Can I see, you know, stuff fly off the, off the, off the enemy? You know, are you going to, can you let me see the, the impact? 
is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? There it is. I was like, is Shredder's Revenge literally not on Sony? It's twenty. It's twenty three dollars on Sony, and I can play it for free on Game Pass. I'll get it on Game Pass. Well, because I wanted to play it with my kids. I was gonna, I was gonna see if I could do the trial. I was seeing if I could do the trial on PlayStation, but it's too cheap. It's not expensive enough. It needs to be thirty five dollars for there to be a trial. I don't think mods will save the game, but they will massively improve performance and quality of life. Those are things Bethesda seem incapable of doing themselves. Um, Mind that foot, you're on a cable or something? What? Mind that foot? What foot? I'm stepping on a cable? Uh, Lona becoming part of the Game Pass problem. Devs aren't going to get paid. Well, I'm going to get it on my Xbox primarily because that's where I have all the controllers to play with my kiddos. Do you think it's okay to spec into a solid gunplay or do you think stellar gunplay should be the default? I don't know. Please put a poll on which YouTube is better. Juicehead or Mr. Maddie? No, I don't think so. I don't really care to ask people that. So, and, you know, feels like you're in here passively promoting somebody. So... It's really loud. Tapping or thumping. Oh! I know what it is. It's my wife's microphone. I am so sorry. Yeah, my wife's microphone is on. Hang on. There. My my wife's microphone's over here and is on and running through the mixer. And I must have been tapping the desk or something. Hmm... Yeah, this just feels like plants. I just feel like somebody's in here and planted people in here to promote somebody, so that's enough. If I had to vote, I would say Lono's the best. That's right. It is nice that my wife can come in here and grab uh, grab the microphone. And I'll still let her do that. I'll just have to uh, reach over and turn the mic on. So her mic's off right now. So I'm like flicking her mic. Yeah, it's not doing anything now. Sorry, but I have to say that Apex Legends gunplay is crap. Good gunplay is Metro Exodus, Red Dead Redemption 2, or Rage, or Stalker. Red Dead Redemption 2. So so you, you genuinely think this. You're a real person, and you think that Red Dead Redemption 2 has better gunplay than Apex Legends. What? Huh? No. Red Dead Redemption gunplay is probably the weakest aspect of Red Dead Redemption 2. And Apex Legends is literally built by Respawn, one of the leaders in first-person shooters. Titanfall 1 and 2 are two of the best shooters in existence. Apex Legends is hailed as one of the best shooters you can play. Red Dead Redemption 2? What? You you are you you are crazy. You're crazy, bro. You're crazy. That's crazy talk. Red Dead Redemption 2 is a great game. It's the literally the weakest part of Red Dead Redemption 2 is the gunplay. But Red Dead Redemption is fun. Yeah, okay, but that's not what we're discussing. 
He said rage. Yeah, rage? Rage? He's trolling. You've got to be trolling. You've got to be trolling, bro. Almost 900 votes and less than 200 likes. Yeah, guys, smash that like button. What's going on? We actually have had an amazing turnout today for this very brief discussion. Smash that like button if you have enjoyed the conversation, man. 600 some odd people here. Thank you for the massive support of the stream lately. If you've been enjoying the conversation, I am a safer work broadcaster. You can subscribe in confidence. You can tune in every day. People treat me like video game a video game podcast. Thank you so much for being here. We covered Sonic this morning. We're covering Starfield right now and we're doing such a good job that the bot is here unique logins and unique chat activity thank you it helps the video you freaking moron Titanfall has the best gunplay yeah Titanfall's got some of the best gunplay I've ever experienced It's a Jeff Alt. <laughs> Probably not. Star Wars Battlefront on the PS2 had the best gunplay ever. <laughs> the best gunplay was honestly Goldeneye. Unreal has the best gunplay? No. No. T- traditionally speaking, when people rank very, very good shooters, okay? When people rank good shoot, no, we're not watching that, Paul. When people rank good shooters, it's Titanfall one, Titanfall two, Destiny one, Destiny two, and Apex Legends. That's like the five kings of shooters, right there. Nobody else comes close to those first-person shooters. Nobody. I'm sure there's some honorable mentions that we can think of, like Doom and. Uh, you know, one of the there's probably a COD that feels really, really good. But you're you are you're kidding yourself if you think that Titanfall one and two, Destiny one and two, and Apex Legends aren't literally at the top of almost every first person shooter list. They are phenomenal games. This is why having good gunplay in Starfield is important. There are so many shooters that feel good. If I'm going to come into your game, put a gun in my hand, and I'm going to shoot it, it needs to feel decent. It needs to feel okay. What about Borderlands? Borderlands 3 really improved gunplay. It would probably get an honorable mention on like a top 10 list or something. Borderlands 3 and Tiny Tina's Wonderland significantly improved Borderlands gunplay. I give them full marks for that. Starfield gameplay, the gunplay looked so just it just didn't look that good. You you it's like driving in Cyberpunk. There are so many games that get driving right. You can't have driving as a central part of your game and have it be bad. You you can't have guns and gun crafting and gunplay literally literally look at this dang it hang on hang on uh yeah right here right here let me get a freeze frame i gotta get a freeze frame of this guy switching his weapons i'm just gonna show you how ridiculous this entire conversation is it's when he goes up the stairs i think right yeah right here 
Do not tell me that gunplay doesn't matter in Starfield. Look at that. That is four spokes with three weapons on each spoke. That means, conceivably, you could literally have 12 weapons to choose from. Don't, do not tell me that gunplay doesn't matter in Starfield gameplay. That's a ludicrous claim. Look how central it is to the game. You're going to go on planets and you're going to fight stuff with guns. You're going to have a tool to gather materials. Sure. That's 12 slots of equipable guns. That inventory wheel includes inventory items too, goofball. You're, you're right. You're right. So because I can equip drugs and healing on this thing, you're right. Yeah, gunplay doesn't matter. Yeah, he's got four weapons equipped. He can conceivably equip eight weapons and then have one... Uh, he could have a tactical item, a healing item. He could do four non-lethal items and still have eight weapons equipped. But gunplay... Yeah, gunplay doesn't matter that much, man. Come on. Even if you do four weapons and then eight tactical or, or, or non-lethal items, you're still running around with four weapons like in Borderlands. You can you can equip three weapons in Destiny. Come on. Did we see any melee weapons? No. And when he goes into the skill tree... Hang on. When he's in the skill tree... Okay, when he's in the skill tree, physical, social, combat. Hang on, hang on. I think there is melee. Yeah, 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 there's melee. There's melee on the on the, on the the combat. Yeah. I'm fairly certain we've got melee right here. There's like a sword. Let's see if he go, glides over it. Sniper, rifle, heavy weapons, demolitions. No, so he doesn't highlight that. I think it's totally safe for us to presume that there will be melee weapons that right there is definitely some kind of a blade, sword, knife, something, right? I think physical, maybe physical will get into melee. I don't know. We, we haven't seen that skill tree. So there, there is more than likely melee weapons, melee attacks. I think that's part and parcel to the fallout, you know, the fallout spinal column that is clearly in this game. So I am merely showing like... Tell me gunplay doesn't matter, please. P- please try and tell me that gunplay doesn't matter. Gun skill, gun skill, gun skill, gun skill, gun skill. That's an arrow. I don't know. Gun skill, gun skill, gun skill, gun skill. And it, so combat's got 16. Did we? Is it 16? Is that how many it is? It's 7, 10, 17. So 17 on here. 17 skills and... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine out of seventeen. More than half. Now, those are only obvious ones. Some of these other ones might be gun skills. We don't know. Like this one up here in the middle could be. So just at first brush, like nine out of seventeen, nine out of seventeen are gun based. The gunplay matters, but it isn't the whole game. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I didn't say it was the whole game. 
I, I just I didn't say I didn't say it was the whole game. I said it's super important. It's super important. It's a it's a major portion of the game. It shouldn't be mediocre. It shouldn't be low quality. Just like the driving in Cyberpunk can't be mediocre or low quality because it's a central tenet of the game. It's something you're doing commonly. I'm willing to accept gunplay not mattering for Fallout 3, but not for Starfield. That's what I was trying to say. Is like, yes, you can go back to Fallout 3, New Vegas, and Fallout 4 and be like, yeah, the gunplay wasn't that fantastic, but it was still a good game. Yes, that was eight years ago or more. Eight, ten, eleven, twelve years ago. So yeah, back then, gunplay could be a little bit more rough around the edges, and you just took that. Borderlands 1 and 2 don't have great gunplay, and yet they're still amazing looter shooters. They're amazing looter shooters, even though the gunplay isn't that great. But do you know what you can say about Borderlands 2? The gunplay's better than Borderlands 1. Do you know what you can say about Borderlands 3? The gunplay's better than Borderlands 2. There is a trajectory of quality improvement. There is a trajectory of the game polishing one of the central pieces of the game. Now, I'm not saying the gunplay in this looks like New Vegas or Fallout 3. But it looks an awful like Fallout 4. Like, eerily identical to things that I didn't enjoy about Fallout 4's shooting. That's the point that I'm making. You can sit here and say, but those games were fine, but those games were fine, but those games were fine. Okay. Okay. I have... (laughs) I have... A game launching in 2023 that is supposed to be like the next stage for an RPG era from Bethesda. And the and the and the gunplay looks rough. You made your point, can we move on? I don't think you've ever been here before. We gnaw on a topic and a debate point for quite a while. Daggerfall and Morrowind are the best Bethesda RPGs, and they have the worst combat. I think he's missing the point. Oh no, I'm afraid you're missing the point. And I've made it numerous times. Those games that are close to 10 years old or more, it's totally fine for those games to have aspects that are rough because lots of games back then were. There has been marked improvement in the industry in all of these areas. It's why Cyberpunk's driving was inexcusable. It's why there's a marked improvement when you compare Borderlands 1 to Borderlands 3. There's a marked improvement in how the gunplay feels. There should be a marked improvement from Starfield to Fallout 4. I'm standing by that. You cannot justify gunplay not advancing. It's been 8 years since Fallout 4 released. The, it, this is so weird to me. Just yesterday, it, this is, I, I feel like I'm now on the other side of the universe. I'm on the other side of the of our flat earth that God created. <laughs> Kidding. I feel like I'm on the other side of the coin. Yesterday, it was Bethesda have a, has a history of just re- releasing awful broken games that the community has to fix. And both Skyrim and Fallout 4 were besmirched and slandered as if they weren't great games. Now I'm on the other side of the coin, and it's, well, those games were so great, it's okay that combat and gunplay wasn't that great. Do you see what I mean? I feel like I'm on the other side of the coin today. It's like, you're, 
I man, I don't want to be harsh on this game. I don't want to. I don't want to be all. I, I don't want to harsh out your mellow. But it's like, bro, th- this game should should have marked improvement in gunplay from Fallout Four, and it looks identical to it. I defended this game a significant amount this week. I'm not being a Debbie Downer. I'm not being a negative Nancy. Why do what? That's the patriarchy, isn't it? Debbie Downer, negative Nancy. Why do they got to be female names, huh? Why are you assuming they're female names? Oh my gosh. It's a catch-22. Anyway, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer, and I'm not trying to be a critical Carl. I'm trying to say, listen, I've defended this game all week. Don't sit here and accept mediocrity for a central component of the game. It should feel and look better. It should. It should. That's all I'm saying. You're going to have to give me 30 seconds to do something very quickly. Guys, let's set our sights on 300 likes. There's 600 people here. Only 50 more people need to hit like. Help us with the next milestone of likes. Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, Thank you guys so much for being here. Oh, somebody got him quick this time. Nice job, creature. A thousand votes on the poll. Take the poll. Give me one second. Okay, okay. I gotta get everything. I'm gonna get this Ninja Turtles game ready for you guys. We're gonna play it for, you know, real quick. Real quick. Game Pass. Uh, recently added. Install. My games and apps. See y'all. Manage queue. There we go. Go here to audio. Switch to this. Okay, that's not the right one. Switch to that. There we go. It has six-player co-op. Oh my gosh. Does it really? That's dope. That's super, super dope. Okay, if you guys are new here, while we're, we're, doing, we're doing a very, very quick transition. Can I get seven more likes? Seven more likes. Oh my gosh. Also, we haven't had any coffee orders today. That coffee order is going to get printed real quick if it, gets, if it comes in. Uh-da-da-da-da-da. Okay. Um... 
we are trying to showcase so much today in a short window of time the support's been incredible another sub milestone we're getting super super close to rolling the sub count over to 16k members recently hit like 1600 if you've never done a membership before on a YouTube channel, it's five bucks a month. I will be doing a members AMA today once I get back from my appointment. There's also Friday night member streams with my wife. And then once a month, those member streams are community game night. We will be doing we will be doing a, uh, a community game night this month with, uh, with Fall Guys because it goes free to play on all platforms. Um, it goes free to play on all platforms on the 21st. Mm -mm -mm. shaking effects I'm going to turn the shaking effects off I'm going to turn the shaking effects off in the game come a long way yeah yeah we're hoping I was hoping we could maybe even hit 2000 that would be a crazy crazy goal we need to think of something wild that we'll do if we hit 2000 members this month we need to set a goal Uh, that would be I think that would be ideal Okay. Live. Oh, I'm not scheduled. My wife's like, I want to play. I do have places to go in a little bit. No. You can't. I've not even scheduled the thing yet. Hang on. We'll play it, Mama. Don't worry. All right. Could be a great Friday night game, but we'll have to uh, we'll have to get somebody to maybe change their vote. We'll have to get somebody to change their vote. No. Gameplay. Going as fast as I can, chat. Just have Madam do the members AMA while you're gone. <laughs> uh, let's do that. Customize the channel. This has been fun though today, like spending a nice short amount of time on a topic, debating it, and then just like boom, like quickly, uh, quickly moving on. I think that's been. I think that's been fun. Yo, what's good, Loss? How are you? I know it sort of leads to, like, massive viewer drop when we do this, because, like, all of a sudden the, com- the the conversation comes to a screeching halt, but, like, I feel like it's better than just, like, dragging a topic out for longer than needed when we've kind of, like, said our piece. You know what I'm saying? Right, give me a quick second. I'm going to end the poll. Give me a quick second. I'll be right back. 
All right, I'm back. Creature, if you're here, Creature, could we get a first look ready to go to when we're done? With Because Shredders will be a perfect, perfect game to, like, just redirect to another game real quick. You know what I mean? All right, here we go. Oops, got to do... Wait, this one. All right, I'm going to give you guys a link. Sending a tweet. Yeah, the music's dope. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Going to give you a quick look at the game right from the beginning of the menu. Wanted to give you guys a quick first look at Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. It went live today. I have it on my Xbox. It is on Game Pass. Uh, it was like $22 on Sony uh, on the PlayStation as well as I believe in Steam roughly the exact same price. It is uh, a game with up to six players co-op. I may be playing this on Friday night with my wife in addition to some of the games that people voted on as Tier 2 members. Don't forget, Friday nights are members-only streams where I stream and play games with my wife. Let me end the previous stream where we talked about Starfield. Starfield. 